Hey everyone, I'm Brittany Chambers, your host, and welcome to the Equine Lesson Program podcast, the podcast that gives you tips, tricks, and strategies to begin, operate, or enhance your equine lesson. Hello, 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 everyone. We are almost to the new year, and the new year is the perfect time to implement any changes that you want to do in your program. So I am bringing you this episode today to talk about five ways to make policy changes easier for both you and your clients. Now, when it comes to policy change, sometimes it might be uncomfortable for us if it is a policy that we know will make our clients uncomfortable or one that they may not be happy with, such as raising prices or changing a certain procedure like how to book lessons with you. Clients can become frustrated if they feel it's a process that is too much for them or one that they can't understand. But in the end, we always have to do what's best for us and our programs. I myself have underwent many policy changes and procedure changes throughout the years as my program evolved to what it is today. So I am completely aware of where clients might give you a little bit of trouble. For example, parents used to be able to just text me for their lessons, and then I had to move to an online booking system, and now I have an administrative assistant who does the procedure entirely different. So as your program goes goes and grows through the different stages, you will see yourself having to change policies and procedures that best fit you and your program and what's easiest for you and how to keep everything organized. So with that being said, let's get to it. Number one, do not make it personal. Some clients will take it personal when you change a policy. And the best way to do this is to address families in your program as a whole and not individually. So if you are sending out an email or you're sending out a text, you would want to say, hey, families, like my program's name is CBC. So I address everyone as, hey, CBC families. So they know this is for everyone. But if you address it personally, then they might take it different. So This is when it is best to have an email address with all of your clients' emails in it or, you know, some type of program where you can send out a mass email. The thing with text messages is people are quicker to respond, and so it can create a a dialogue and invite them to respond to it, whereas in an email, you know, I know parents do check them, but mass emails are the best way to go for general information and text messages are the best way to go for emergency situations. So if you address everyone as a whole, it becomes less personal on both sides. Now you may always have that one or those one or two parents who want to respond to the email as soon as they can, or, you know, send the text message back as soon as they can, because they're not happy with it. Just be prepared for it. All right. Number two is kind of piggybacks off of number one, get everyone on an email list. And to do this, you can have a clipboard out at the barn where everyone can write down their email addresses. Uh, ConvertKit is a free email tool that you can use. If you um, sign up, you can manually input everyone's email addresses. Or if you have a form on your website, then every time someone 
fills out that form, their email address automatically goes to ConvertKit. For example, anytime a client fills out an application on my website to get into my academy, they automatically go over to our email list. And then all we have to do is categorize the email list. So we categorize it by, you know, um, weekday clients, weekend clients, and, um, and the way that they are paying. So you can also have a phone book out at the barn to gather information. And this is something that we do and it works amazing. We have a phone book that is sitting out on the table and we have a sign. And we always say, if your information is not in this phone book, please put it in there. That way, if we have to do a last minute cancellation or anything like that, we just grab the barn's phone book and parents will be happy to add their information to it. So get everyone on an email list. Um, preferably email for your general messages, and it is best to use text messages for emergency purposes. That way, clients know if they get a text from you, it's an emergency. If it's an email, it's most likely something that's general. Those are some of the tones that you want to set in your program. Number three, have your policies available at all times. Have them on your website, have them up at the barn. By having them available where clients can visibly see them allows for less excuses. Excuses will come. They will say, oh, but I didn't see this. Oh, but when did you say that? So you want to put your policies everywhere so no one can come back to you and say that they didn't know. You know, one good thing about ConvertKit and having the email is you can see who opens the emails, who unsubscribes from your emails, who clicks on the links. So you just want to have some form of proof that, hey, these were all available to you. If they're on the website, you want to put them in a place where you know clients had to scroll past them. On my website, I have all of my policies and procedures right by the application button. So when they say, oh, I didn't know they were on there, I show them the website and it shows proof that, yes, they were right here. You just decided to not read them. So this holds the clients accountable and you are free saying, I put the policies and procedures everywhere. So they are there are no surprises there. Someone will always try to say you surprise them, but just make sure you hold your ground and do your part on your end to get all of the information out there. All right. Number four, don't allow the opportunity for discussion. If you're sending out an email, which is most, which is the best method I have seen, um, I have been using it for years. If you don't want to allow the opportunity for discussion when it comes to a policy change or procedure, you end it with "Thank you all for being such amazing clients, family supporters," you know, and then sign it with your program's name. Um, if you want to discuss, that is up to you. Then you can end the email or the message with, if you have any questions, feel free to contact so-and-so and then have them contact by your preferred method. So some can be flexible, but if you're saying, hey, we are doing a price increase, you know, we this is this is what it is. We appreciate all of you for sticking with us through all these changes. Have a great day. There's no really room for discussion, right? And by the way, if you are doing a price change, it is good to at least give 30 days notice to allow for your families the time to budget the money that they need to budget, right? So lastly, number five, don't feel the need to give a reason for the policy change. Things happen, things change. 
your program will grow. You, you might change the model of your program. You might, you know, hey, prices might go up, board might go up, up, farrier bills might go up. You know, there has, there was just a recent inflation. So don't feel that you need to have to explain policy, policy changes or procedures to clients. Now, by all means, if they want to come up to you before or after their kids lesson at appropriate time and want to have a conversation, then, you know, have that conversation. But just don't feel that you have to owe them any explanations. Companies change their policies and procedures all the time. It is something that's normal. One thing I've noticed with lesson programs is when other clients or when your clients are involved in other extracurricular activities and sports and stuff, they expect us to be more flexible. And when you continuously bend over backwards to go around the soccer season or the basketball season or the baseball season or gymnastics, whatever, cheerleading, you have to hold your ground if you want to compete with the other extracurriculars that are out there. Because as soon as you start becoming flexible with that soccer schedule, they will put you at the bottom. So don't feel that you have to give a reason. Say, this is what it is and let it be that. Okay. So you have to always do what is best for your program. Always do what's best for the business policy. And there might be some changes that, you know, people might not want to make now also expect to lose, you know, well, I shouldn't say expect, but don't be surprised if some clients fire themselves because they don't want to adapt to your new policies and your new procedures that will happen. Don't be surprised. Some of them just don't want to get on board with a new wave and that's okay because there are plenty of new clients that you will have coming in that will jump on the bandwagon for your policies and your procedures. So changes, they can be uncomfortable for both parties, but just keep in mind, you always have to do what's best for you. All right. So don't forget on Monday, January 1st, the building less your building your dream equine lesson program administrative guide will be available on Amazon. Make sure to be on the lookout for the link for that. So that way we can keep developing top tier lesson programs. Thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you listeners for tuning in today. You can find full show notes listed under the episode. If you're enjoying this podcast, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave a review. Until next time.